Should we eat to live or should we live to eat? Is that something worth talking about? We'll find out today on Fruitful Ingestion, a podcast. Hello, change bringers. The way the worldwide nutrient distribution system and the education system is set up has caused the majority of people in the world to not be able to figure out the sustainable and correct way to store, cook, and ingest food. If the education system is not going to do it, then we will educate ourselves of the correct way to ingest food. You and I both know that eating and drinking in a sustainable and healthy manner will not only affect our lives, but also our circle, community, and ultimately, the ever-suffering environment. The future of the education system is now. Join us on the journey to a brighter future with your host, Sianush Rahmani, where he will bring together the experts on the fields of nutrition, eating disorders, limitations that come with food, cooking and storing food, sustainable food produce, garbage control, and so much more. Also, by giving a voice to the voiceless and distributing actionable knowledge, strategies, and ways for people to invest in themselves through this podcast, we will achieve a brighter future for ourselves and for the world. We are the change bringers, and we will do what's necessary to bring about a brighter future. Hello, everybody. So excited to be back on our third episode. Um, Today, we're going to be talking about two common beliefs that go up opposite of each other which is we either live to eat or we eat to live now i have noticed that some people including myself have had some or even have um, a false belief according to these things to these two statements now if i may just open it up for you guys um when somebody says i eat to live it means that they don't really care what they eat Um, not that they don't care, but um, they don't um, mind not enjoying it as much as somebody who says, I live to eat. When you eat to live is like somebody who's in a, somebody who's in the, stuck in the desert, for example, and they will find anything to eat to live. Now, if one says I live to eat, it means that they live just to eat. (laughs) <laughs> and they prioritize food um, and they really care about what they what they uh, what they eat and what they don't eat and um, it could be seen as different perspectives but generally um, what we're going to be talking about today is how people people you know uh, eating habits and uh, being about eating healthy or eating junk food basically so I'm going to just set a standard for this episode and uh, there's no right or wrong. Uh, I might be wrong, but this is just what I want to set as a standard. So when they say I eat to live, it means that um, people, you know, they uh, they care about what they eat. And when they say I live to eat, it means that they don't eat healthy, basically. Well, I mean, based on my experience with my life and what I have done. Now, if I might, uh, if I may tell you a story, when I came back from Canada, um, a year after I came back, I was dealing with constant depression. I was constantly depressed, sleeping, and all that, all that stuff. And the way I, um, the way I coped with it was I ate, and uh, not like very abnormally, but never in a, in a, in a healthy way. If I may explain more. I basically had the belief that I live to eat right now. I don't care what I eat. I just want to enjoy 
eating. I am living right now just to eat, you know. And as a result, um, I ate everything and anything that I wanted, whether it was sustainable, whether it was healthy, whether it was not, when it was four in the morning and it was a burger, I didn't care. I just lived to eat. And even if when I, I know I talk about home cooking is healthy and home cooking is good, but when I had that mindset, even if I did cook for myself, I tried to make it tasty and not healthy because of the belief that I had, which was I lived to eat. And as a result, I gained a lot of weight and uh, was not healthy. And uh, you already know where I'm going with this. Later down the line, when I started my entrepreneurship journey, which I've talked to you in the previous episodes, I decided that I am going to eat to live. If, if you remember, if you if you listen to the previous episode, I talk about how I had an epiphany and I wanted to be healthy. And so I decided that I'm going to eat to live. I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to um, care about what I'm eating and uh, I'm not gonna let you know my my feeling of wanting to enjoy it take over and end up for me not eating correctly and eating junk so I told myself I'm going to eat to live therefore um, I decided I mean I kind of knew what I'm doing but I kind of didn't I limited my calorie intake uh, I control what I eat and uh, you might think that the outcome was good, but the outcome was not good, because you see the the, the diet that I I um, that I tried to take, which I will explain in a, in a in a another episode, was um, based on time portion control and many different uh, variables that they have to be respected, especially time, and because. Um, my sleeping habit was not as it should have been, I would miss meals. If I had to eat five meals a day, I would eat two. And because of that, I wouldn't take the calorie intake that I was supposed to, which is when I calculated it's supposed to be over 2,000 calories for my body, and I was taking half of that. So as a result, um, I lost a lot of weight very quickly, which I thought it's an accomplishment, but my hair also started falling out like a lot like I thought that you know abnormally it was falling out abnormally and later I found out just because the fat on my scalp was um, losing I was losing the fat on my scalp too quickly and too rapidly therefore resulting in my hair falling at an unbelievable rate now that um, some time has passed and I realized the mistakes that I've made I have realized that there must be a balance between these two statements eat to live or live to eat you know so we should um, create a balance between the two and uh, have a correct framework um, and and an eating plan which we'll have to later create into habits which we talked about previously Um, also may I say this because here we're all we're also about um, sustainability if we live to eat and we eat whatever the hell we want, then are we taking into consideration the effect that we're doing, that we're putting on the environment? I think not, because people would go out and, you know, eat, for example, bluefin tuna is an endangered species, or uh, the whole um, shark fin soup in China, which is very unsustainable, and they cause them to kill a lot of sharks. So I think in the world that we are in, in the generation, that we are right now, in the time we are right now, we should consider leaning more towards 
uh, eating to live because, you know, the next generations, of course, they also deserve to live to eat and enjoy. Now, this raises a question, which is, how are we going to do this? And I think it must be for us to find the balance between two state these two statements, which is, I eat to live or I live to eat. My knowledge about these things is not as it should be, but I do have a framework for you guys today and it might make a lot of sense, but it is not very detailed because I feel like I need to increase my knowledge and I need to also, you know, try it out, test it before I give you guys a very specific knowledge. But an overview of what it should be done from my, my past experiences is for us to eat healthy 80% of the time. And which means that if we if we have a cheat day once a week, once every seven days, then that's roughly 20%, which will give us 80% of eating uh, healthy. And, you know, this will, um, this will cause a balance between the two. And, uh, I mean, based on your ethics, you could, you know, you could, um, choosing what to, to eat, what not to eat. For example, some people would like to eat a Burger King burger on uh, on on the on the cheat day but some people may say that I don't want to um support our organization so what I did fi find out for me doing this for the longest time now is that as you move forward and the way that junk food makes you feel is very bad and now I don't want to like brag or anything I th I think I told you guys this before that even if it is my cheat day then I still would try to you know go towards a healthier option just because of the feeling that i'm going to get after eating a very unhealthy fatty carby burger fast food burger for instance so and the way it would work is that you would eat whatever you want but you would also respect the times and the portions mm, and something else that you know because we are not robots, after all, we are humans, right? And something that I've learned is that if someone is going to eat something that they're not supposed to, um, they should at least consider when they eat that thing, it increases the quality of their life and does not follow with regret because that would bring the quality of your life down and, and wouldn't be worth it, basically. So if it's, for example, if it's two o'clock in the morning and I crave a uh, McDonald's apple pie and we do have one in the fridge if I eat that and it's not my it's three days before my cheat day and am I going is that going to increase the value increase the quality of my life of my feelings of my wellness um, psychologically and physically or not I know exactly how I'm going to feel after I eat it and we'll, we'll, then you know there's this self-control that needs to be there anyway and doing so, respecting this 80-20 rule, will only work if um, somebody has a framework and an eating plan ready to go, you know, based on our body's needs, limitations, and always keeping sustainability in mind. Because the, the second that somebody doesn't know what to eat during the day or for tomorrow or today, oh, uh, what am I supposed to eat? I don't know what to eat. Should I eat this? Should I eat that? Should I eat this? Should I eat that? And you wouldn't, you know, you open the fridge and you see that there's nothing that you can pull up. There's nothing you can, you know, put together. And then you end up, of course, getting a takeout. So having a plan and having a framework is extremely important, in my opinion.
if if we if the one is to make this 80/20 rule work so everything needs to be laid down ready to be implemented you know um like weekly plans shopping lists recipes um if i may tell you guys a, a, some bullet points that i've written here um so it would be sourcing food produce so you'll have a list and a plan the framework of sourcing food produce um, creating the recipes having the recipes ready to go cooking them uh, portion control uh, timings of eating the you know the food uh, water intake and limiting just any unnecessary items that one should not even uh, eat or ingest to start with like like alcohols or processed sugars or um, any sort of uh, drugs or anything like that. Mm, something that I always emphasize, and we've talked about this before, is that we keep these frameworks and these plans alive by turning the frameworks into the frameworks and the eating plans into a habit. Okay, into a, li- a lifelong habit, and we use mindfulness to keep them those habit- habits alive. And I think most importantly, our job would be to finally, you know, pass this information that we have learned on to our children, to the next generation and to whoever we feel like needs it, because that will be our job as change bringers, especially with sourcing sustainable products. I think that's one of the most important parts because people don't know, don't know how to do that. And there is a way that we will figure out very soon. Um, sourcing sustainable products and trash control, you know, plastic pollution. These things pe- people need to be notified about. Anyway, this brings us to the end of this podcast, this episode. Extremely excited. And um, I have got some gifts for you, as usual. And um, one is an article by Tammy Beaumont, if I, I'm sorry if I pronounced the last name wrong. And it says, do we eat to live or live to eat? And there's a, I'm going to post a link into the bio. And um, it talks about what is what hunger is, um, lifelong learning about weight loss, surgery, and stuff like that, um, support and strengths. Um, it's, 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 it's a really cool article. It's short. I think a five-minute read that you would really enjoy. But my main gift that I have for you is a book called why we eat too much by andrew jenkinson and um, this book is just great i i haven't read it myself personally but i have watched his videos talking about what the book is and i'm going to i'm going to send uh, the links to it and no it's not my affiliate links i hope it was (laughs) um yes but i have uh ordered it and it is on the way and in the meantime i am also looking for the audiobook which i recommend you guys get the audiobook um i also gonna get the audiobook but uh i just want the hard copy for my collection because i collect books anyway i hope this brings a lot of value to you guys and uh, something really exciting i want to talk to you guys about is that remember that i said that my information and my knowledge about this kind of stuff is is not as it should be that's why i have i am putting together a summit a virtual summit where um, where I'll bring you know um, 
experts on the fields of um, ingestion, sustainability, cooking, and nutrition. And we'll have a four-day summit. I'm still working on it. And they will teach us everything we need to know about, uh, you know, how to go about implementing this journey that we have started as change bringers. So that's exciting. <laughs> I'll be talking about it, talking about telling you guys how it goes in the future. And I just can't wait to start. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, make sure to listen to the outro to know how you can also become a change bringer. And take care. Stay healthy. Now that we have reached the end of this episode, I would like to thank you for tuning in and listening to your show, Fruitful Ingestion, a podcast. The fact that you are hearing this right now means that you share our vision of a brighter future and that officially makes you a change bringer. As a member of the Change Bringers community to fulfill our mission on improving ourselves and the world, I invite you to share this podcast to whoever you think will benefit from it one way or another. And by doing so, you have gifted the world with helping it get one step closer to being a world worth passing on to the next generation. Let's not forget. Your feedback is extremely important for our journey to be successful. This podcast, this journey is for the people and it's all about the people. So I invite you to write us a message to the email address that we've mentioned in the description or the comment section of the platform that you're listening from. And tell us the things that you were struggling with regarding nutrition, cooking and everything else that we discuss on this show. Also, make sure to tell us your expectations, what sort of value you want to receive who you think we should bring onto this show as a guest and things that you think we can improve upon and I promise we will do just that catch you on the next episode goodbye change bringers